Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong with you? What's going on, everyone, and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church, and we are your local churchmen. My name is Josh, and I am here, as always, with my comrade in arms, my captain in crime, Captain Jack Sperry. Jack Barry. Jack Barry. I am so tired. <laughs> Jack Sperry. Jack, Jack Sperry? Well, well that's, here's, that's here's what awesome. happened in my head. I mean, Jack here's, Sparrow. Right, that's what happened in my head. I combined, I combined, combined. Jack Sparrow <laughs> and Jack Barry in my head, and it came out Jack Sperry. Hey, man. That's, right. I'll take am, that. I'll take am, that as a win. I am so tired, dude. Oh, my goodness. So dumb. Jack, how are you? How's it going? <laughs> I'm well. Uh, today was my first day uh, on the new job, so mm-hmm. that was nice. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so yeah, had to do. I'm I'm kind of traveling in the Puget Sound area for this week and some training stuff. So Josh and I are kind of recording later on in the evening. Mm-hmm. So that's why Josh is tired. He needs he needs that rest, y'all. Sorry, oh, man, I'm getting your, old. Your man. boy's putting him through it. That's your boy's right. putting him through it right now. Well, I mean, I still like as much as I want to moan and groan. Like you're the one with a newborn, so yeah, you know that's true. I I, I don't have, I don't got much to say, my man. I don't. Got I mean, much to yeah. Say. Yeah, how, mean, how, I'm not going to say anything because yeah. I feel like taking the high road right now would be very like beneficial to this conversation. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not going to say it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> you can just nod and be like, "No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's okay. Like, I know that I that it's not the same. So that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But how how Coffee. is how is little Theo? Theo's good. good. He's man. He's like putting on he's putting on weight lately. Mm. I feel like he's a solid Oh no, we haven't weighed he we haven't done an official weigh in for a while, but I think he's a solid thirteen pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's getting heavier. Okay. He's like now it's now to the point where like when I pick up like his his car seat, it's like, oh this is <laughs> now getting to like workout territory workout now, territory. you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Um, yeah, he's, uh, but he's doing well. He's like, good. 
I think you always like have these stages with newborns. I think right now we're kind of in the put him on his tummy, kind of see like he is surprisingly strong. Like he pops his head up pretty well. All right. So I mean, at least at least he can he can get into that kind of groove. But yeah, he needs to crawl and develop a little bit more before. He's like anywhere. Like I was just trying to put his feet on my knee the other day to see if he'd react, mm-hmm. and he's he's reacting. So yeah. I mean, there's little glimmers here and there. Good man. Good. So good. That's good to hear, dude. I gotta look at the onesie that you gave oh, us. Oh yes, so yeah, can, yeah. Because he's he might be in the territory. He's almost there. Where that onesie was at. I don't we know. Gotta I gotta get, look at it again. We gotta get pics. We gotta get uh-huh. pics in that onesie, man. That's a uh-huh. that is a legendary yeah. onesie. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It was it was a legendary gift for him. So yeah, I'm in on that, dude. Before we yes. get into cigar review, I mm-hmm. and this is gonna be this is gonna be uh, more of a more for our people on YouTube. So if you want to see this, go to YouTube. But mm-hmm. check out check out check out what I got oh, here. Here we go. Oh, here we this? go, people. Okay, here we go. That is a that is a Peterson <sighs> pipe box. All right, we're gonna open this Bro, sucker just, up on just air. What I, just what I think. Just what I think. You're done with pipes. No, I'm never done. You get with into pipes. the cigar groove. I feel like you get in the cigar groove, right? And yeah. you just keep going on the cigar groove. Sure. And the next thing you know, this this happens. Like, and then just pipes. So here's the I thing. I feel like it's gonna be pipes up until like December. <laughs> <laughs> so pipes, pipes, and cigars, like they are. They they are four different times, okay? So if I'm by myself, if I'm studying or if mm-hmm. I'm writing, sermon prepping, if I'm feeling more 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 contemplative, right? A pipe is perfect for that. But a cigar, True. like a cigar is is primarily for fellowship because I'm talking, yeah. you know, like I don't have time to like keep a pipe lit and stuff like that. It's easier to keep yeah. lit. So it, it just depends on the venue. It, it You know, it just depends mm-hmm. on like what's happening. Okay, but check this out. Look at this nice green bag that they put it in. You see that? You see that, people That's on YouTube? Some, is that suede? Dude, yes, it is. Yeah, oh, it my feels, gosh. She's got oh, a dude. suede pipe bag, okay, y'all. here we go. Here we go. Suede pipe bag. Up. Look at this. <laughs> Look is this at this. Oh wow! No, that's not Meerschaum. Look but at that's that. Nice. That is a gorgeous wow. pipe. So that is a Sherlock Sterling is, yeah, Silver. Yeah, I was about to say. Okay. Wow. Look at that bowl. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that a nice wow. pipe? That is a nice pipe. I'll give you that much. Craftsmanship yeah. is there, sir. The craftsmanship so. is on point with Peterson. Just <clears throat> saying. Just saying. Anyway, I'm digging that right now. So I might put the a last thirty. Uh, the, a the last thirty that. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> the last what? thirty seconds were just like, wh- why are they doing this? What, what's yeah. happening? That's we fair. can't see this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who's just listening, <laughs> it gives you just have to. <laughs> have to head over it gives you all the more reason go to to go to youtube and look at this video exactly right? head so, to youtube.com slash reformatory pod like comment and subscribe click yep. the bell for <laughs> notifications jack before we start mm-hmm. uh talking my man talking about cool stuff talking about theology yeah. talking about local church stuff dude why don't you give us this week's reformatory cigar of the week what do you got for us so we are finishing up our August. Uh, August is for apostates, mm-hmm. so apostate cigars has been the focus of this month of August. We are looking at two releases, uh, and then two more releases, hopefully in the next year to come. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not. I mean, I haven't smoked these cigars, obviously. So these are kind of like 
if you were to look at just the outside of the the main core line that we just went over this last month and to look at some more apostate cigars to look at to smoke there are two that are like literally starting to uh, about to come out in the brick and mortar stores so one of them is called the sword of laban the sword of laban it is a churchill vitolicizing it is a ecuadorian corojo wrapper Binder is Mexican San Andreas. Filler's Dominican uh, Republic. Uh, the Sword of Laban was the weapon both belonging to and used to execute its namesake. Mm. The cigar will cut through your normal routine, <laughs> wink, wink, to bring you a truly engaging smoke with a delightfully contrasting flavor. So if you're looking for a Corojo Churchill, yeah. that's the Sword of Laban. And then the other one is the... Do you know Gosh, how bad I want man, that they, cigar to be $14? Um, like, like, it'll probably be that. Well, right. But, I, but I highly... That's, like, that's how I don't long doubt it. he made... <laughs> that's how long he made Jacob work. It was 14 years. Like, yep. if it comes out and it's $14, I am sending Dude. a message to Brandon and being like... Wink, wink. Like, I, or like, you could just say... people got to get this. Or you could... <laughs> You could just say that to him. It's like, hey, make this MSRP. Yeah, MSRP fourteen dollars exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. And and, and the other. Um, yeah. Uh, the other one is uh, the Zarahamela. I don't know. It is a very much. I am totally butchering that name. Um, Zarahamela was. I'm assuming this is from the Book of Mormon. Oh yeah. I'm assuming this sure. is okay. Um, was an ancient city and once mighty city, now in ruin. Was it though? Was it in ruin? Is it? We will never know. Uh, this cigar is well suited to become a cornerstone, wink, wink, uh, in your cigar temples and a true indulgence for your palate with tobaccos from New World and the Old. So it is a Toro box pressed. This is interesting. Toro box pressed, broadleaf, Pennsylvania wrapper. Yeah. Binder is Cameroon mm-hmm. from Africa, and the filler is Dominican Republic and Mexican. So that is an interesting. Those are both going to be tasty. That's an interesting two little cigars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think that that might be a good one. Yeah. Um, there are two other cigars that are on the website that says coming in 2024. One of them is called Maroni's Trumpet. Have no clue what that is, but. It, Obviously, isn't Maroney, a definite. Isn't Maroney a gangster in Batman? Maybe it's his. <laughs> um, maybe it is. He is. I'm trying to remember. I think he is. Oh my there, gosh! There's there's Falcone gonna... and then there's Maroney. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Yeah, I think he is. I'm, I'm tired. Okay, so <laughs> you have Maroney's trumpet coming out in 2024, and then you have the endowment. Okay. Which sounds like. A Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> it does. It does. That's very true. So, all right. Um, I'm sure you'll have some sort of references to Mormonism and the Book of Mormon in those, yep. obviously. But uh, that wraps up. Uh, August is for apostates. I yes, thought it was it a good month reviewing these cigars. Same. So. Same. Yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, some of the some of the best sticks on the market right now. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All of it. Like I've. I'm looking forward to the new ones hitting the stores, which should be soon, hopefully this mm-hmm. week, and uh, I'm sure there will be pictures of them going up on my socials. So, well, thanks, mm-hmm. folks. Uh, 
that was a good month of cigars, and you know what to do. Go and smoke to the glory of God. All right, Jack. So, Jack, I got a question for you. And this is something that I've actually been yeah. thinking about this week. Um, mm-hmm. Because something something that I see... Because, look, I'm trying to... I don't know if it's just the counseling side of my brain or just <laughs> the more, like, analytical side. But, like, I, I, I try to find the roots and solutions to things that I perceive as problems, right? Um, and I'm sure a lot mm-hmm. of people do that you know, to, you know, different varying degrees also. But, but when I look into kind of the like greater, you know, world of reformdom, especially the reformdom that we see online, which is granted a very specific type and vibe, right? Um, Not really, not really consistent with what I think is happening in most churches. Right. But, Mm-hmm. I see almost just this, this like zero, this zero amount of discernment when it comes to what you're willing to discuss and how, how aggressive you discuss it when it comes online. Okay. <laughs> so for example, right. Okay. Lots of like theological yeah. arguments rip through social media. It's just kind of what what happens, right? Yeah. And you see so many dudes, um, like passionately defending their side. You, th- you see threads upon threads and paragraphs. And now that you can write like an essay on Twitter, like you see you see essays <laughs> now, right? And it's just this yeah. like constant back and forth of theological discussion. And more than often nothing ever gets resolved right yeah. so like it really is just kind of words being thrown into the ether they evaporate because if we're going to be honest nobody nobody really goes to social media to be educated or or to learn they go to speak their mind that's mm-hmm. just that's just kind of how it yeah. is right so my question yeah. to you is you know as i am looking at this what I would perceive to be a problem because I think it's a distraction and I think it just ends up devolving into petty arguments that honestly make the church look bad. Um, Uh I started thinking about how I go about deciding whether or not something is worth my time. Right. Uh, And yeah, I kind of worked out in my head kind of as I as I look at my own practice and my own my own beliefs on how to interact with this kind of stuff you know and, and again it can be anything right whatever the theological topic is of the day you know it's always it's always something that requires much like nuance and, dis- and discussion and it hardly ever gets that right but yeah yep I guess as I'm as I'm thinking through this myself I wanted to ask you to do you how do you make your decision? As to what what you decide to interact with, what you decide not to interact with, and what goes into making that decision in your head is that no no you know this is worth my time, this is worth my effort, um, because you and I both interact pretty similarly online, in that yeah we don't really get 
we we try not to get into the drama and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And I'm wondering yeah. when you see those things because mm-hmm. you follow the same people I do. What is the thing that stops you from hitting that reply button, hmm. writing out your 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 post, and then hit and send, and basically just adding to the noise? Um. Yeah, that's a good question. Um. Man, I think. I think some people just want to, to to pull out an oldie. Uh, they want to stir that pot of gummy worms, dude. Mm, they the want to. <laughs> yeah. um, they want to stir them. Yeah. So, oh, man, I I think some people there are, as uh, Alfred said, are just there to watch the world burn, mm, yeah. and they want to do it by just uh, getting. I mean, people. Let's be honest. You know how to to rile up a Calvinist, especially if in their, if they're in the cage stage mm-hmm. pretty easily. Oh, sure. Th- is, this is not, this is not rocket science people. Like if, if you know, and we know <laughs> there are Calvinists out there who are anon accounts who are in the cage stage, mm-hmm. all you have to do is retweet, we retweet or re X. That re-X. sounds weird. Re X. <laughs> re X. Um, <laughs> reacts uh the you know the content to kind of get them foaming at the mouth mm-hmm. and just add insult to injury right. and you got them like they're gonna be coming yeah. for you like gangbusters dude so yeah. um i mean a lot of it i feel like um i think the last kind of content that i really rushed in to maybe defend was one of my old professors. Uh, his name's Todd Miles. Uh, he is down at Western Seminary. He's at a historic Baptist church down in Portland, probably one of the only historic Baptist mm. churches down in Portland. Um, Hinson. And um, he came out with a book called Cannabis and the Christian and was kind of going through a time in which he was, it's like, hey, pot's legal in Oregon, and we have all these dispensaries and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So what do we do with that? And um, he went on a couple different uh, times to YouTube, and then I think he posted something on Twitter, too. He barely posts anything on, on Twitter slash X a lot. But um, I think that's the only time that I came and basically said, like, you're not letting you're 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 basically like putting your assumptions onto Todd and thinking that those are his conclusions. Oh, okay. Right? Sure. So, sure. a lot of people were saying like you think this and just like nailing it to him and it's like that's not yeah. even what he's saying. Yeah, but and I, I know mean, that's, that's not just, what he's saying. That's just what social media <laughs> does, right? Like I'm going to yeah. I'm going to make my own think, conclusions yeah. without even engaging with it and yeah. I think a lot of my interactions that I have with people these days have to deal with um, particular baptism mm-hmm. and um, more along the lines of people like, I don't know, like giving us like the cold shoulder or you guys really aren't Chris. We get this all the time. You guys really aren't Baptists. Mm. Um, you guys really aren't Reformed. Yeah. I feel like I interact yep. with that content like at least once or twice a month. Sure. I feel like, and that, and the only reason why it's like, dude, we have historic confessions. 
we have this, we have that. Like, what do you want from us, dude? You know? Yeah. Um, but I feel like that doesn't really take up my time. It's more like a pity, a, <laughs> a pithy kind of like reply. And it's really not saying anything. Um, unless, I don't unless know. you start I, coming I against lately... Jack's, Jack's Cleveland Browns, then he's, he's all up in arms. Ooh, yeah. they cut. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They they made some moves yeah, sure. <laughs> on the yeah, roster moves. lately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh in any case. So I mean I feel like I'm getting to a point to where I I really don't want to like engage people yeah. on social media yeah. when it comes to theology cuz it's it's not I feel like the people who need it are in my local like and and some people are going to go, "Oh, well, you're just shucking off and you don't really want to engage like, okay, how are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> because the way of engaging on social media is so like, I, I don't really know you dude. Yeah. So it's like, I can only say like, you can, you can throw out your theological point and I can react to that and basically come at it from my standpoint. But like, what's the use like who's getting discipled here? Well, you know, and and I think that's one of the good questions, right? Is when I when I think of my answer to this, as I as I look to all of the things that are like demanding my attention and demanding my opinion to be voiced, right? I have a finite amount of time and a finite amount of energy to dedicate to theological discussion, right? Or, you know, mm-hmm. culture, culture discussion, whatever, whatever the hot button topic is of the day. And yeah. I kind of worked out in my head and I want to share it with you and I want to share it with our listeners. This kind of almost hierarchy of 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 social um, social interactions, almost, if you will, as to help me kind of determine, is this worth my time? Right. So say, say it's, it's, it's some, you know, theological, theological discussion, like, you know, men's and women's roles in the church or baptism or, you know, the, 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 the hot one that's still going on with like Aquinas and all that, like all that junk. Right. <laughs> Let's say it's that. Yeah. Okay. I have a list and it's like a, 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 a hierarchy of places that I am going to be okay with discussing that kind of stuff and places that I'm not. Mm -hmm. So the one that's at the very bottom of the list when it comes to theological discussions or cultural discussions is online. It's honestly at the bottom. I, I, unless I am specifically asked my opinion, well, honestly, even then I'll usually say, Hey, like, you know, it, it's not worth it. <laughs> like I, I can, I can DM yeah. you if you want. Right. But social media is at the bottom, right? Because honestly, I don't know or have real relationships with almost anybody on social media and me spending time and energy to invest into a fake place. Uh, just, I don't see as worth it. Right. So then above that would be, people like in my life that I interact with in real life, but aren't part of my church, aren't really part of my circle. Right. So I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, friends, maybe some family members, right. Who I, I do interact with, but at the end of the day, like I'm not responsible for them. 
right? So like members of other churches, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like like I have, I'll, I'll be more inclined to have some theological discussion with you know a random person that I'm friends with, but the minute it starts turning like they want to debate or start to argue about it, right? Honestly, I'm I'm still out because at the end of the day, I I'm not responsible for you like I'm not your shepherd and I'm not interested in spending all this energy right so but mm-hmm. after that again this is just how my brain kind of works after that we start getting into the local church right and it's there that I start seeing it being more worthy of time and energy and effort right so if it's the members yeah. of your church now are having these discussions okay that's a different story. Okay. So mm-hmm. now I am going to invest time and energy in that because these are people that I am in community with. These are people that I'm responsible for. Right. Um, still, right. As long as, as these, these members of the church, you know, are agreeing not to speak against the constitution of the church and, you know, the doctrinal statement of the church, not to speak against the confession, yeah. there can still be um, a, a, a good deal of disagreement theologically and we can still have unity right um yeah right within the membership of the local church okay so that's the next hierarchy right still important mm-hmm. right now the one above that there's two more right the one above that is when we start to try to you know you know choose folks to start serving in church whether it be in counseling or children's ministry or music, you know, music ministry, things like that, right? The theological closeness, you know, it starts to close a little bit, right? Right. If somebody's, if somebody mm-hmm. wants to be a deacon, if we're looking for someone to be a deacon, yeah, the circle starts to close, and those mm-hmm. theological st- discussions become, I think, even more important and even more specific because now you have people that are in charge of ministries. Right. And you have people that are that are taking responsibility in the church. Right. The the things that we should uh, be OK with disagreeing on uh, get a little bit smaller. Right. It, it, I'm not saying that there can't there can't be some disagreement, but those things start to narrow down a little bit. Right. And then what I believe to be the top tier, like w- worth as much energy as it takes is when you are considering yeah. people to serve in eldership. Because mm-hmm. it's vital. It is so important that those that are serving in leadership of the church are as close to the same page theologically as possible. Now, you're never going to be 100% on the same page, right? And that's something that I yeah. think a lot of guys, a lot of young guys too in ministry need to understand. You are never going to be 100% on the same page theologically <laughs> with somebody else. You're yeah. always going to have differences yeah. in maybe a little differences in interpretation, maybe differences of application of that theology. There's always going to be those little things, right? But it is prudent and wise to do your darndest to get as much on the same page, definitely on the on 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 the big things, but as many of the essential things as possible, because you guys have to march forward in unity, leading the church with a unified understanding of what this conviction or or the or what this doctrine means, right? Because yeah. if the congregation sees split, you know, you know, a split elder, 
you know, board, like that's, it's going to cause, it's going to cause problems. Right. So that's why, that's why, you know, we at Redeemer have the 1689 as our standard. Like if you're, if Mm -hmm. you know, your agreement with the 1689 to be a member is much less than your agreement needs to be. If we're going to consider you to be an elder, right? That's just how it works. Right. So those are kind of the spheres that I look at when trying to decide, is this theological discussion worth worth my time, worth my effort. And here's 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 my problem, Jack. I say that I say that to to bring this up. Mm-hmm. I think there are too many guys that whether it be lack of discernment, lack of experience, choose to give their energy and uh-huh. their time when it comes to discussing theology and you know you know these type of topics and things like that choose to give it to literally anything that demands it and because of how enticing social media is because of how how you know how it really kind of like gives you tunnel vision at the end of the day the more you give to it the more it demands right yeah you see so many individuals on social media that are treating it like it's their honestly they're treating it like they're they're considering people for eldership and they are dedicating <laughs> so much time and so yeah. much effort to these discussions that at the end of the day don't bear any fruit right and then it mm. distracts them from you know the actual things that are going on, going on in in their local church right so those are kind of the spheres that yeah. i have and i think there's a problem because I, I think some guys sure. don't don't think about that, and they're applying the same level of care and a time and energy to a fake place than than they would <laughs> someone coming into membership or coming into yeah. being a deacon or an elder. Does that make sense? Am I like yeah, I know I'm I think, tired? You no. Know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're on the right track, and this may be we might have to do a part two conversation about this as well. Yeah, I'm in on because. That. I think the the other part to this is, um, you know, you talk about social media and stuff like that. And I mm-hmm. think it's true. Like, it is a manufactured place in order to – I mean, you could look at it in the sense of, like, you can make social media what you want people to think that you are, right? Mm-hmm. It is this altered state of reality to a certain degree. And some people would say, well, you can still interact with people on there and you can still have like community and stuff like that. It's like, it's kind of like disembodied community though. And I think that yeah. both Josh, you and I understand disembodied community pretty well mm-hmm. because we've been through this kind of Acts 29 Mars Hill experience where we had pastors on screens sure. preaching to us at a local church. Like that's about as disembodied as you're going to get. Um, so I think that this could be like a a continuation conversation in that sense, but to what you're saying, yeah. Like I think people, but I mean, this is like the soup du jour of the day, right? In order for me to have a proper appearance to people and to get more people on my platform Mm -hmm. to get more people listening to me, Mm -hmm. I have to do this. Mm. I have to take up the sword and go defend Jesus, right? I yeah. got to go out there and just lob heads off mm-hmm. in order to, you know, build the kingdom. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, really? 
<laughs> that's all you got. Um, yeah. yeah, I just think like passions and zeal is misplaced to places that are particularly set up in order to see snapshots of life that can be altered to a degree in which it's not really what you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't I mean, know. And, I think and, that that's pretty, <laughs> pretty hollow, you know? Yeah. No, no, I completely agree. And like at the end of the day, like I said, I think it's just a lack of discernment and a lack of wisdom as to what, what, what's the most important thing that you should be putting time into. Right. And look, this is something that Jack and I yeah. talk about a lot, but it's because we, we, we value and we we try to promote the centrality of the local church in the life of the believer, mm. right? It's what we talk about, right? Yeah. So part of that is, I think, coming against and speaking against the things that are causing people to not make the local church central. <laughs> and one of the <laughs> massive things right now is this monster of social media that just seems to yeah. just demand more and more and more and more and it never gives anything I think I think in return right and and I'm speaking as someone who feels that pull right who like I can't tell you how many times Jack like and it's only by the grace of God that that I don't because my pride and like my my flesh really wants to like let's let's be honest there's a lot of dumb people on social media there's a lot of people with some really (laughs) dumb takes right and there's a lot of people that 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 really think that they're hot stuff and really think that they <laughs> sure. that 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 they that they know stuff and just you know they they run their mouth and it's obvious they don't right and i see that and my flesh is like you know it it pokes and prods me and it's like hey yeah, you should, you know, you should tell them they're stupid. You should tell them how stupid they are, right? You should engage in this, right? You should, you should, you should yeah. bring down the theological hammer, right? Right? You should, yeah, yeah. And 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 it's just like calling me back to this cage stage, right? But mm-hmm. you know, by the grace of God, for the most part, like we all have slip ups for sure. Like I'm able to kind of remember those spheres that I talked about. It's like this, this is at the bottom of the list because I'm not responsible for any of these people. I'm not going to interact with any of these people in real life. And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. these people aren't in a position to honestly care about what I have to say. So, like, why am I going to throw the proverbial pearls before the, the social media swine? You, you know, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, you know, I'm not talking, I'm, I'm not calling the people swine. I'm talking, I'm talking X, like social media is the swine. Yeah. Like, like it wants all yeah. the stuff. It's a greedy piglet and I can feed it. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I can remember you know, like there are real people with real problems and real situations mm-hmm. that they're going through, right? There are real people that reach out and say, "Hey, can we talk?" Right? And th- those are the yeah. people that I need to be putting time and effort into, right? But if yeah. those people see me online being a brute and being a complete <laughs> jack wagon. Right, I'm sorry. Yep. I, used, I used your name in vain again. I gotta stop doing that. I don't it know happens. why Jack is used everybody for does Jack wagon, Jack squat, everybody. Jack. It did everything. Right, everybody I'm sorry. I apologize does it. again, Jack. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> right, but but if they see me just being a jerk online, right, and just like mm-hmm. dropping the theological hammer on people, they're not gonna feel comfortable reaching out when something's going on because they're gonna expect to get the exact yeah. same thing. And I think that's what these folks yeah. forget. 
So that's just my two cents, man. And I think, yeah. Yeah. I think the only other thing I would add to that is I think, and I felt like I kind of had this attitude to a certain degree, maybe about six or seven years ago. Mm. I like use like social media to try and like be like a know-it-all, I guess. I don't know to have that. It came off that way and I kind of cringe back at it and I'm like, ugh, yeah, it's not good. Um, so yeah, I think that there's, um, I think that if you look at your local church and just be like, do I really want to be a know-it-all? And do I want to give off that vibe? Or do I want to give off a, if I want to be a leader in the church and I'm aspiring to leadership in the church, mm-hmm. how am I really displaying what the epistles are calling me to mm. in that yeah. versus trying to appear that way? Sure. Sure. So I think there's a huge difference in that. And I would just say, yep. if if you're trying to just basically be a know-it-all on social media, like, good luck in that <laughs> yeah. because it's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. It's just going to try and puff you up and it's not going to, it's not going to do you any spiritual health. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think it's an important discussion, man. Like I wouldn't mind having another one on this as to kind of just the, like there's so much that pulls our affections. Right. And, 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 but the amount of good that can happen in your local church when you are the individual that mm. is shunning all those things that are calling for your attention. Yeah. Yeah. And and taking that same energy, right? And that same desire. And honestly, maybe that that same enjoyment and desire to discuss theology. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Like yeah. I I yeah. I love it, right? But it's so much more beneficial when you do it with people that you can actually see the investment like have have fruit you know what i'm saying and those are the people in your local church yeah so uh i yeah i think we should continue that discussion because i think there's a lot of there's a lot of meat on that bone and there's a lot of (laughs) encouragement that can be had especially for our listeners who don't engage uh in all that junk right Mm. and and that are that are faithfully serving their churches and are making the church central like you guys like you guys are the ones that bring joy and encouragement to my heart when I, when I see that, I see that in my local Mm -hmm. church. I see that, you know, uh, um, in, in, in the public square. And when I see people, you know, talking about how much they do love and commit to their church on social media, like those are the stuff that I engage in because that, that brings me joy. I, I really, really like that. But Jack, we're out of time. So why don't we, uh, mm. why don't we hop out of here and uh, we will uh, record some Patreon apps for our people and call it a night because yes. both of us need to go to bed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so if you want to continue in our conversation and talking about this, you can join us on the sociables. Uh, you can join us on the Facebook, the metaverse. You can join us on the Instagram goes well with chocolate and marshmallow you can join us on the sociable formerly known as twitter x mm. um you can find us all at the you. tag at reform x gonna give it to you uh you can mm. find us all at the tag at reformatory pod you can drop us uh a uh post dm anything along those lines a postcard a post an owl um something yes, yes. <laughs> um 
you can do all those things and interact with us even on this. Like maybe you have a question to follow up with that we can answer on an episode mm-hmm. or you have an episode idea. You can do that all on those sociable oh, yeah. platforms for us to better engage with us. And Josh, mm-hmm. you can tell the lovely people how they might support us in different ways on some other platforms as That's well right. too, sir. Absolutely. So first, foremost... At the front of the line, uh, if you are on Apple or Spotify, you can give us a five-star rating and review. We really appreciate that, right? I know we say that every ep, and it can kind of fall on deaf ears. But if you are on Apple, we really would appreciate uh, you scrolling down, giving us a little five-star action, giving us a little, maybe a little, you know, a little blurb on how the podcast encourages you, or put something in your in, uh, you know, put something there about how. You know, like like what you love about your local church, and maybe, maybe talk about you know your your like the weirdest thing you've heard Jack and I say. Yeah, you know, I mean it could literally be anything, uh, but we really do appreciate those because it gives us just kind of a barometer of like what what people like and mm-hmm. kind of what what you know what people are thinking about the pod. So we appreciate that. Uh, you can head on as we uh, you know aforementioned YouTube. We're on YouTube now, so if for yes. some weird reason yeah. you've been listening to this podcast. And you thought to yourself, you know, I really wish I could see these guys as well as hear them. <laughs> well, we have something for you because we are on YouTube and we have been for a little bit. So if you head on over to YouTube.com slash Reformatory Pod, like, comment, subscribe, uh, click the little bell for notifications. The new videos of the episodes drop uh, every Thursday, right? Uh, we've got some new video content in the works, some ideas coming that are uh, going to be really, really sweet, and we're going to be releasing those probably exclusively on YouTube as well. So last but not least, you can head on over to Patreon. You can join the pod luck. And for $5 a month, you get two exclusive bonus episodes, right? You get, ex- <laughs> you get, you get exclusive access to Jack and I. Right, not that mm. that's a big selling point, but you know I got yeah, that's not a huge selling right? point, but okay, right? That's fair, that's uh. fair, right? But but we <laughs> post a bunch of extra stuff on the Patreon that doesn't go out on social media, doesn't go out to YouTube or stuff like that. Patreon is the place, and guess what? Patreon has an app now. It's not just online. Mm. You download the Patreon app, sign up Ooh. to support for a five dollar holla, get all that exclusive content, and our pledge to you is that your name shall be hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. That is our pledge to you for your $5 holla. We really appreciate it. All you guys, we're super thankful for you. The fact that anybody listens to this podcast mm-hmm. just kind of floors, floors us still. But uh, we appreciate yeah. you listening. And we will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory. <laughs>